Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Obviously, the question around what this is going to mean, the ICJ South Africa standing on the side of Hamas and Iran, what does it actually mean financially to South Africa? Because I've always had this idea, this notion that there were two South Africas in a way and the world was quite happy to play along with our construct. So overseas, we'd have Maposa at the all of the international conferences, shaking hands, wearing the right ties, and bringing back investment and money as he hobnobbed uh, around the world, uh, and then came home, said all sorts of awful things along with the ANC, uh, which were kind of ignored by the rest of the world. But now they can't ignore us, can they? We wanted to ask, and 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 the question is how this is going to impact. Davi Rudd is the chief economist at the Efficient Group. Davi, a very good morning. How are you doing? Uh, good morning to you. I'm fantastic. Thank you. I hope the same on your side. All good. Thank you. So the the fact that South Africa are now standing very, very clearly alongside some of uh, so, so some very, very challenging nations around the world. What's what's this going to mean to us? Yeah, perhaps, uh, perhaps we, I'm an economist, uh, so I try to look at it from an economic point of view, I try to look at it from a financial point of view, and so let's just unpack some of this to see what is going on, uh, well, in terms of South Africa's finances and how dependent we are and how dependent we are on who. Uh, South Africa, for example, South Africa's biggest investors, the biggest trade partner to South Africa are the Chinese, but South Africa's biggest investors are the Europeans and are the Americans. Uh, and it's very important to have big investors in South Africa because we simply do not have enough money. What we have seen, for example, last year, that South Africa lost something like 100 billion rand uh, in terms of um, of investments in South Africa, and that was mostly from the Europeans and the Americans. So the Europeans are not, and the Americans are very important to us because they fund our fiscal deficit. They fund the JSC. They are important for funding of infrastructure in South Africa and investments uh, in South Africa. That is just a reality that we have to accept. Um, and now what we are finding uh, is that South Africa is on the side not of the Europeans and of the Americans, and I'm not trying to make a moral stand, uh, point here, I'm just trying to say that we are not on the side, generally speaking, of the Europeans and Americans because they are mostly supportive of, of Israel, and that means that we are, you know, the people that fill our, our gaps in terms mm -hmm. of finance, uh, they, uh, they, they, they're just not going to like it. And that is happening at a time when the South African economy is exceptionally fragile, um, and that is also happening at a time when huge amounts of money uh, is leaving South Africa as well. I think what we should have done uh, as a country like South Africa, um, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to take sides here or anything, but I think what is prudent and the right way to address issues like this is just to try to be as neutral as possible and try to be friends with everybody as most as possible and to, uh, to realize and to accept the reality that we are very, very dependent on capital inflows from the West. And but currently what is happening, we are losing that money. What and uh, in terms of uh, a lot of our, our listeners asking what this ca this case would have cost. Now, obviously, you you, you can't know the numbers, and I, I don't expect you to. But uh, yeah. who traditionally funds this type of activity? Because this must have cost for this legal team to work throughout December, flying over to uh, to the Hague. I, I, I can't imagine what this must have cost. 
Yeah, uh, maybe I can just give a bit of a background again. Now, the fiscal accounts in South Africa have become unsustainable. The state simply owes too much money. The state borrows too much money. Uh, and we simply cannot afford to, sp- to waste one single cent. I've spoken to some of my lawyer friends, and some of my lawyer friends suggest that this case will go on for probably for, for years to come still. Uh, and, and they've told me some, they gave me some numbers in terms uh, of what a senior advocate, the cost of a senior advocate or senior lawyers and what that is. And it's astronomical. We're talking about really many, many millions of rands that will be spent uh, on the legal team uh, that is representing South Africa uh, in, in, in court. And it's probably going to go on for many, many years. So this is costing us an arm and a leg at a time when South Africa simply cannot afford these kind of things. Then I also must say that I think there's, a, there's quite a, a bit of hypocrisy here on the side of the South African government. Um, if you look at moral issues, for example, if you want to be on the right side of history, so to speak, there are many questions that I'm asking about the, the way that the South African government is conducting themselves. Uh, for example, uh, in the case of South Africa, we've got the highest murder rate of, of the highest murder rate in the world. Our crime levels are just astronomical. Uh, we look at, for example, what happened to Obashir when he was in South Africa. That is, mm-hmm. that is not a government that is acting according to the international rule of law. So they seem to be picking... So, uh, they uh, uh, cherry picking. They want to t- be on uh, uh, certain sides and want uh, under certain circumstances want to be, according to them, on the right side of the law, but in some instances not. So, uh, well, I'll tell you, it, we, it, goes, it actually goes a lot further. I was doing some research on this over the weekend, and uh, I was looking at all the incidents where South Africa has voted and how we have voted at the United Nations. And when Syria, when Assad was bombing hospitals and using chemical weapons, South Africa voted against a inquiry into those activities. Now, I mean, it's an absurdity. You're telling me that that's, that that's uh, about justice and not politics. It's, uh, of course, it, it's, it's, it's all politics. They voted again and again against, uh, against holding Maduro um, accountable. Sudan, it, it's just incredible. It is opportunity of, 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 after opportunity where South Africa has stood with the, the has defended the human rights abusers. And you mentioned Omar al-Bashir being one of them. Uh, it's 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 just an absurdity. And then, of course, the domestic issues, as you mentioned, the crime, it, it, it yeah. really is just. But the, the, the problem for me is the bad press that we are getting uh, from uh, from places like United States, from Europe over this is is very, very worrying. People saying, well, what a what a terrible place this must be. I don't want to go there on holiday. I don't want to to spend money there. Uh, and 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 I hear them. I hear it. That's going to cost us more than we can imagine. And what I've just said at the beginning of the discussion is that we are very, very dependent on those guys because they fund our fiscal deficit and they provide foreign capital into South Africa. We have to be very careful on who side, what side we pick because there is a financial reality and we're going to pay quite dearly for this. Indeed. It's uh, quite, quite unbelievable. It is 7 o'clock. I'm Howard Feldman. That was Davi Ruert, Chief Economist at the Efficient Group, talking to us about the impact of the ICJ application.